Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice Podcast. My name is Richard Brown, and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, today we're going to have the second half of the conversation I had with Cara Cuniff, and uh, today we're going to focus in particularly on having uh, effective and efficient systems and processes in our business. So don't get too alarmed by that. It's not all high tech. There's some very simple uh, systems and process uh, suggestions that Cara comes out with in particular. So um, even if you've only got one or two properties, maybe there are elements of systemization that perhaps you can have or maybe you already do have in your business. So uh, tune into that. That's going to come up in a minute. Um, Equally, just to set things up, this is going to be the last official episode of the year. I will warn you, I might have a bonus episode that I might slip in there somewhere, but this is the last official one of this year. I'm actually going to take a bit of a break, and in fact, I won't be back now until Wednesday, the 22nd of January. Just going to take a bit of a break, just recharge, refresh, get revitalized, lots of hours in there for uh, next week to go again. There is a giveaway from Cara, so listen out for details of how you can get hold of that. That's going to come up in a second. Equally, there is the 21-day Holistic Wellbeing Challenge, which if you don't know what that means, basically it means just having a daily routine, which is you know, kind of balanced to help you know, improve, improve ourselves, not just specifically our business goal. So something that can contribute to our business success, for example, exercising or journaling or mindfulness or something of that order, but something that you might do routinely uh, maybe you've been thinking about doing it for some time and, and you just like the opportunity of joining a support and accountability group uh, to do that. Um, so I'll give you details at the end. There's no charge for that. I just want to offer it really as a bit of a value add. A couple of people have written up in. Uh, I've got my apprentices as well who are going to partake in that kind of activity. So we're just going to have a bit of fun. It's going to start on the 10th of January. So make sure you let me know in advance so we can add you to the group. It's just 21 days until the end of January. So obviously that will run before I come back onto the podcast, won't it? And so the that's that. Um, the other quick reminder is the apprentice program itself. Uh, I plan to do just two programs next year, 2020, uh, one in late Q- Q1, quarter one, and one in Q3 or quarter three. So I think I only have one place available at the moment for Q- the Q1 intake. So if you'd like to know more about that, just drop me a line. I'll still be around and still be able to answer your questions and maybe we'll have a conversation around that. But there you go. So I just want to set that up really. Um, Have a listen in now to the conversation I had with Cara and I'll come back and pick things up in a few minutes. Hi everyone, uh, Richard Brown, obviously the Property Voice, uh, with my property buddy Cara Cuniff. And uh, Cara, welcome back. Thank you, Richard. Nice to be here. Yeah, great. Well, we've just had a conversation about setting the scene, really, about with your own background and also some of the hallmarks mm-hmm. and principles that you have in, in your approach to uh, running your property businesses. Mm-hmm. I think. So it was a really interesting conversation. Um, and, and as ever, I think there's lots more we could talk about. I think what would be really great now is to sort of talk about the, the systems side mm-hmm. of things in general terms. I know that's one of your hallmarks, isn't it? Um, maybe Maybe one or two blended, actually. But... Um, 
do you want to sort of lead us into that a little bit and sort of take, take us down into the idea of systems a little bit further? Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, for me, uh, systems are about precision mm. and about bringing uh, clarity to workflow within uh, an organization or within a, within a person's life. So we're de dealing with an investor. It's about um, identifying processes that that an investor will do on a daily repetitive basis, mm. potentially. Mm. Um, so a system is a set of uh, procedures or a, or a way of doing something yeah. that you formalize. Yeah. And I want to give you an, uh, an example, first of all, of um, switching on the engine of a car. Right. So actually, if you imagine switching on the engine of a beautiful BMW, mm. you turn on the engine and you hear this, this this stunning noise um, that comes out of this car and it's got rhythm and it's got cadence and it's smooth and it's operating efficiently mm. and that is a complete system working together so what i'm talking about there is an automated system it's it's a it's a system within a car right um, within the property industry we can have the same sorts of systems so you could have a system whereby it's just how the answer how the, the telephone is answered so you've actually scripted um, a a um, how you answer the phone, like uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then how you respond um, yeah. to the, the person who's calling. Um, and again, it comes back to um, uh, managing and measuring. So you're actually managing the type, measuring the types of calls that you're getting in, and you can do something with that data. Yeah. So um, that is that is um, you know a, a very simple system, mm -hmm. and you can also have um, automated systems, and it's really important to differentiate between an automated system mm -hmm. uh, and a system where there is human engagement. Okay. Um, automated essentially means that you've uh, got some machinery or you've got a computer. Um, doing some of the work for you. Yeah. Now, actually, mostly I would say within the property industry at, at investor level, mm -hmm. um, at, at I suppose where where you maybe have maybe one, two, three, four people working in an organization, um, most systems will have some form of human interaction yeah. in them. Yeah. And and that's you know absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. um, somebody has to answer the phone, then they have to have a script and, and know how to respond to the person calling. And then they will do something with that information. So for example, it could be a tenant calling in with a, a repair absolutely. or something like that. Absolutely. Okay. Well, actually on that point, yeah. um, and that is something that, that you can automate. Uh -huh. um, so um, we have a, a tenant maintenance form um, and this is just a link that we set up on Google Drive. Mm -hmm. um, we set up a Google form and we email this out to our tenants. Our tenants, when they have an issue with a property, they just complete the form, who they are, what the issue is, what the property name is, and we go down into detail. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if, if it's a fire, we give them direct, you know, <laughs> direct uh, instruction. Don't bother filling the rest Don't of the form. Don't fill out the form, call <laughs> 999. Yeah. Um, but if it's, uh, and, and again, same with water. Same with water, um, you know, um, or you know, complete power outage. You know, those are the things so where you need to, to, yeah. There's an escalation process. Yeah. Um, but actually, if it's just something as simple as the loose seats come off, yeah. um, just to complete the form, and every day we check the the um, the. So so you fill out the, the the form on Google Drive if you're a tenant, and that then comes straight into our system. Um, at nine o'clock every day, we check the system to see has there been any. You say the issues. system, but well, a, a, so when I say the system, what I actually mean is so we have a um, our tenant will complete the form, and then we will receive 
uh, a message to say that a maintenance issue yeah. has arisen during yeah. the night yeah. or during since nine o'clock the day before. Yeah. And would that populate and like a Google Sheet? Yes, or Google, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It populates Google Sheet. We check it, and yeah. then we give our our tenants on the form instruction as to that we will come back to them within twenty four hours as to either it's rectified yeah. or how we're going to deal with it. Yeah. So that that and actually this is something that within the military that that. Um, uh, you hear about, and it's called mushroom syndrome. And I don't know if that, do you know that term? Uh, uh. No, okay. <laughs> so mushroom syndrome, if you're, if you're under the shadow of the mushroom, you, you, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and it's, I, don't know where, I don't know where that's come from, but it's called mushroom syndrome. Okay. And essentially, if you're under the shadow of the mushroom, yeah. you don't know what's going on. And you, you absolutely want to know what's going on. So if you're a tenant and you've submitted a maintenance you just uh, need issue, security you want to know someone's dealing with it. Okay. So it's just, um, and that, is that automated, is it? That... No, that's something actually then then I will directly contact, okay. I'll, ping a, I'll ping a message out to the tenant yeah. and say, we've liaised with you know, X or Y. And here's where, um, what, and, what the and, Yeah, the next step. And actually, mostly um, we've set up, um, and again, this is a system, although it's, um, it, it's not an automated system, mm. it is a system whereby I, my, my trades deal directly with my tenants um, because actually otherwise I just find I'm in the middle yeah. and all I'm doing is just relaying information. Yeah. So actually, you know, they speak and I ask both of them to then feed back to me yeah. so that I know that, that yeah. the trades did the right thing yeah. and that, you know, trades were also happy that with, you know, how the, the uh, relationship was dealt with. Yeah. So, you know, it's very important and I think it's fundamental with, with you know, any system, any business, communication. It yeah. is just relationship building. It's the, the basis of everything. Well, if you ever, I mean, if you ever go to any form of uh, counselling, one of the, you know, like couples counselling or something like yeah. that, I've just admitted I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they, they always talk about communication. You yeah. Know, communication being best. And I think it can be in any sort of relationship, right? Yeah. You know, so... You know, how do you improve the communication? So one way is just have an effective system to do that, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and you know, that's, that's part of the reason to have a system. You know, mm -hmm. it, it saves time. Um, as long as it's set up well, as long as it's efficient and yeah. effective, yeah. Um, it, it actually saves money. Mm -hmm. um, and this is something I, I sort of would like to just mention because I think in the, in the complex environment that we're um, in, a, in at the moment, politically, economically, socially, Yes, and technologically. Um, actually, it's really important to also be looking at what's happening in the business mm. because we often look to the outside of the business to make us more money. Mm -hmm. And obviously, that is a way to make more money. But what we can really do is look inward at how we are running our businesses. And um, I think an example of that, a very good example of that, is Team Sky. Okay. So actually, um, they... Um, and I think most people will so be aware they're now of, of Ineos, aren't they? I yeah, think. yeah but Team they, Ineos. They were Team Sky, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And as were Team Sky, uh, and you know where they came from, they were looking at they were looking inwardly mm. at the one percent marginal gains. Mm. Mm. How can they improve their performances in every little aspect of you know, the bike, yeah. the seat position, yeah. you know, the gear they were wearing, the helmet. You know, there, there were lots of issues. I remember there were lots of issues in the news about, you know, how they were doing that. Um, but, but, but the principle is there, you know, 1% marginal gains. So if you can take that approach yeah. and look inwardly at your business um, and look at where you can save pennies, yeah. because pennies 
as we know, made yeah. pounds. Well, money saved is money saved is money earned, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Really? So people seem to lose sight of that. Absolutely. absolutely. It goes back to your early point about um, your hallmark of protecting the resources too. Yeah. So, you know, if you can look after your existing assets, you don't have to keep growing, growing, growing. Uh, quite as much so yeah. and I think that's also to do with um, building strong relationships because uh, we don't often put a cost to our time mm. oh, right. and glad you brought that up <laughs> yeah you know that that being vital yeah. Uh, yeah. thing again um, is you know where we spend our time is costing us money mm -hmm. so are we working on the high value tasks mm -hmm. um, are we uh, really investing in our relationships mm -hmm. so when we are bringing on um, a new tenant, um, so, so building that relationship right at the beginning, um, as well as bringing on new trades. Mm -hmm. um, that first piece is so important in terms of rapport building. That sets the scene. It absolutely sets the yeah. scene. Mm -hmm. It manages expectations. Mm -hmm. And time you spend there uh, doing your duty of care mm -hmm. to both yeah. actually reaps long-term rewards. Yeah and saves time and saves money. So just dwelling a little bit on the time is money thing and valuing yeah. our time, do you have a method of quantifying uh, the value of our time? Do you happen to have any tools there at all? Yes, I do. Um, and so one of the things that, um, that, that I use personally is what I call the ideal repetitive week. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, as we've already discussed, the, the constant in my world is change. Yeah. Um, so I have to find as many things that I can do routinely. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, my husband and I have a have a sort of mantra in our house, which is do the routine things routinely. Okay. So actually, you know, it is as simple, and I actually think it's one of James Clear's um, um, habits. Right. He suggests um, it's get up and just make your bed. Mm -hmm. And it sounds really simple, mm -hmm. but you set the day up. Mm -hmm. You set the day up really well. And then for me, actually, I write a daily journal. Yeah. And, and I would seriously... Yeah, morning. I do that in the morning. Yeah. I do that in the morning. And I just kind of put down the thoughts yeah. that I've got. Just actually often it's a lot of questions. Yeah. Questions, um, they might be business questions. They might be questions related to my children. They might be thoughts. I had, you know, woke up in the middle of the night and had some ideas. Yeah. Are you um, getting thoughts out of your head? I'm taking them out of my head. I'm, I'm, what I'm actually doing there, and I, this is really important, is I'm giving myself the time and space. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that, that I do and uh, the work I work with uh, clients on is actually giving them back time and space. Mm -hmm. Because if you've got time and space and you've removed the noise, yeah. um, it means that you can move forward. Mm -hmm. And I think um, we see a mistake uh, that investors make where there's lots of activity, yeah. lots and lots and lots of activity because we're really busy and we've got really long to-do lists. And actually, what we've got to do is prioritise. Mm -hmm. So having a... Having a, a ideal repetitive week yeah. allows you to fill your week out and you block things out mm. and those things don't move mm -hmm. and some of those things are things like being with your family mm -hmm. yeah. being with your friends because otherwise why are we doing this well the urgent can take over the important can't absolutely it? absolutely yeah. and and um what i suggest is first of all you just make a list of all the tasks you've got to do mm. activities tasks whatever you want to call them but just download um and it's a then bit of a brain dump. Just a brain dump <laughs> of everything. That, that, yeah. And also things that irritate you, and things to, that you're finding a, annoying. Sorry to yeah. interrupt you, but do you use a, a specific tool to do that? No, I actually, I, no I, I personally use yeah. pen and paper. Yeah. But, That's a good system. Um, <laughs> Trello, yeah. you know, there are lots of systems out there. So, yeah, so list and yeah. I use Basecamp. Yes, Basecamp, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. So there are, there are lots of tools out there. Mm -hmm. um, 
and and actually I'm writing a book at the moment and I use Trello to I'm using Trello to, to, map, to, out to map out yeah. map out the book. Yeah. Um, so so kind of brain dump. Um, everything in whatever way and, and actually a really great way is a dictaphone mm -hmm. I do that's that's I suppose that's old, old words we have uh, the microphone yes microphone on the phone that's right that's what I meant yeah um, so you know voice record yeah uh, you know and, and then if you either transcribe it yeah um, so that's something very easy to do you can use the I think it's the control f on your mac to record, you know, just a list or in a Word document. There are loads of ways you can do that. Mm -hmm. Whatever Sorry, just works for you. That. Is that speech-to-text uh, software that yeah, you're using? On ah, Mac, okay. on the Mac, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I do a lot of dictating. Yeah. Uh, I have to find out what the equivalent is on the PC. Yeah. Oh yes, there'll be something very straightforward. Yeah. But I know um, there's also paid-for um, technology and, and low-cost transcription services. Simon says, I think he's one. Yeah. And Temi. Rev. Rev.com. You pay for that. Well, Temi is. Um, I think Temi is owned by Rev. And okay. Temi is, um, although the transcription isn't yeah. isn't one hundred percent, often it does the job. Because the difference with very... is they have a human interaction. Yeah. So they probably use AI yeah. or something. Yeah. And then they have a human looking at to refine it. But it sounds like well, Temi, well, I think it's ten cents a, a minute. Ten cents a minute. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a dollar a minute. I think, yeah. For Rev, so. Yeah. yeah. So. Take so, so, that, so, that, that, you know, so the auto, and I know love apps. I love. Mm. You know, if I can find something to do it for me, but actually, when it comes to making lists, yeah. I just like pen and paper. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a very visual person. I'm trying to pick out of you some of the tools and the the, yeah. uh, the apps and the you know things, yeah. which I know is not always automated, but you know just but to give some value in, in yeah, to people watching this too. Yeah, I mean, actually, also for scheduling time, uh, something like Calendly yeah. is a, is another tool. If you if you want people to book meetings with you yeah. and you don't want to spend time interacting with them to yeah. to they can self serve. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. The more you can do that, the more you are freeing up time and space. Mm. So when you've actually um, brain So you're doing your brain dump. Are you doing that at like the beginning of the week or something or the beginning um, of the day? I do it whenever I feel I need to do it yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, and that might be so a brain dump on a, a no, not ten times a day. Oh, okay. Um, so actually, <laughs> on, you, on a Sunday, me. on a Sunday, yeah. I, I, on I a Sunday say, night, yeah, that, yeah, that's something good. I might do. But actually, I also will do a brain dump. So if I'm working on a particular project, yeah. I'll do a brain dump for the project. Yeah. And then the next step, which is the, um, so the, there are two things here. Firstly, it's really important to write down your irritations, um, things that are annoying you about the process, because often that's okay. something that needs to be changed. Yeah. Um, and tip. then mm. write down if it's a vital mm. or a functional. So a V or an F. Is this something you have to do that no one else can do? That's or is this yeah. functional? Somebody else can support you doing okay. that, which then will free up your time. Excellent. Then you take your vitals and you populate your repetitive week. And the idea, and it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm. And, and it might take you know a couple of months yeah. before you've got you know, a week that works for you. Mm -hmm. But the idea is to do the routine things routinely yeah. to give you time and space. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm personally, I mean, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, there's different ways people approach this. Mm -hmm. But personally, I have what I call a three to five list. Okay. Um, I, re I recognise I can't really get more than three to five things mm -hmm. done a day, vital things, mm -hmm. uh, to your point. So um, I, I populate my three to five list. And then there's the rest of the stuff. And, you know, that probably is the functional stuff that you're talking about. And whether I do it or I give it to somebody else, at the moment I'm doing too much, but that's a different point. Um, but I, I have that uh, three to five list. Uh, I've also tried chunking out time in my calendar, yeah. you know, because I do like writing. No, it doesn't work that well for me. But um, so, I, but I've taken it now out of the regular working day. So I have chunks of time, which is basically I need to be available to other people to mm -hmm. enable them, mm -hmm. and then I have different parts of the day which are more for me. 
uh, which are not necessarily during the working day. But I have a, I have a very fl fluid way of working, personally. Um, I think some people are much more uh, rigid and pragmatic in the way they work. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a creative, so I need that creative space mm -hmm. where I have blocks of time where I can just be and just think and uh, just reserve it. So I think it is important to personalise it as it fits yeah. you. But, oh, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm going to look over. Martin's behind the camera. Um, so I'm just looking directly at him right now. But we've been talking a lot in our, group, mm. in our mastermind group about, you know, setting up routines and habits, haven't we, on a, yep. on a weekly basis. So you just got yourself involved in the uh, in the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, I didn't want to take, take you off there, but I think it's important that, mm. you know, we, we can have a personal routine uh, and habits yeah. that we, we kind of get into, and it's consistent, isn't it? Mm. Uh, it's absolutely about consistency. I and I think, um, and, and just taking you back, when you said that the chunking of time doesn't work for you yeah. necessarily all the time. I think um, it's really important in your three to five that you also identify the other tasks that you're not doing mm. because actually that's noise yeah. and it sits there going, hello, I'm still here to do. Yeah. You know, you still need to yeah. do me. You still need to find someone to do me. Yeah. So actually um, so finding, you yeah. do need to record both because mm -hmm. actually that, that, that other stuff, either you need to find time to do it or you need to eliminate it. Yeah. Eliminate, find somebody to do it, mm -hmm. or do it. And always, it's it's where for me, it's a de get right order, delegate, uh, defer, ditch, or last do. Yes, is my sort of mantra in yeah. this area. Yeah. yeah, and it's about consistency. It's yeah. actually about doing it. Yeah, if you don't do it, then it, nothing's ever going to change. Cool. So, um, you know, in terms of systems on a practical level, have yeah. you got any other tips that perhaps uh, our, our listeners could could maybe utilize, or do you even have any, you know? Um, giveaways in this area that maybe you could share with people? I don't know if I'm taking in that direction. I think um, what you need to do is identify, uh, there are four easy steps in terms of defining a system. And, and it's a very high level look at your business. So it's about uh, looking at the workflows in your organization, identifying where you could bring in a system. And I actually think this is possibly the hardest piece is identifying what to systemize. Mm -hmm. So you need to find the, the time and space to identify um, what you can systemize. So it, you know, property management system, that, that is the most obvious, yeah. um, where you can hold all your data, where you can hold um, all your property information, where if you need to send somebody some property information, you can get to it so really quickly. So um, uh, yes, go tenant, go okay. tenant. Yeah, that, right. that's a, a great system. It, okay. it it also helps you with your compliance yeah. uh, because you know it, it flags up triggers when if you things, have gas safety yeah, is yeah, really yeah, and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, again, you're removing noise. Yeah. Um, and being able to focus yeah. on the things you need to focus on. Yeah. Um, and um, so, so it's about identifying the systems, then identifying the workflow. So it's just a question of making a list, making just, a list just of routine what, steps. what, yeah, what, what, what has to happen for this system to work, yeah. uh, for this process. If you don't like the word system, call it a process. Yeah. Um, and 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 sometimes if if somebody else, you know, if you've got someone in your team um, who who runs this process, get them to write it down. Mm. And then you actually go in mm -hmm. and follow their instructions. Mm -hmm. And if you follow their instructions, are you able to achieve yeah. the end result? Mm -hmm. And actually, what I've done is I've put together a, a, a cheat sheet on this. Oh, right. So um, I'll send that over to you and you can Fantastic. put that up with this. Yeah, I mean, if anybody wants that, you know, just reach out, drop us an email. Norman, the normal email is uh, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. Um, and uh, we can share that cheat sheet with you. 
So I don't know if uh, there's anything else you particularly wanted to share in terms of the systems area, Cara, at all. Um, just don't be afraid. Um, you know, embrace change. It's happening. Technology is available. And, you know, it is there to help us as long as you use it selectively. Um, it is there to save time. So don't get caught up in the technical element of it. Mm. It, it, it is there to save time. It, it is there to help you. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I just say, just give it a go. <laughs> just give it a go. Yeah. Try different things. Try, yes. Yeah, try see what works things. for you. Yeah, and, and, and it's personal. Yeah. But I think it all starts with working out what's vital and what's functional. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me, yeah. what's vital, what's functional. Thank you for that. Um, Cara, how could people connect with you and what should they say to you? How could you potentially help people? So um, you can contact me at cara at propertyprecision.group. So that's cara at propertyprecision.group. Um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Cara Cuniff. That's two N's, two F's. And I have to say that because I get all variety of surnames. That's Cara Cuniff, two N's, two F's. And um, we work with people on a one-to-one. Um, and I'm actually also developing at the moment a webinar series to work with organizations and investors to develop an ecosystem of performance to help investors develop a performance business. And this is really focusing on how the business works, how you can look at your 1% marginal gains. And just contact me, say hi, connect, and we can take it from there. Sounds great. Well, you know, it's brilliant. I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's in fact vital. It is. Uh, it is vital. It's, it's, it's underestimated. And even if you're a so-called small landlord investor mm. with maybe just you know a couple of properties or something mm. like that, you can still benefit from a degree of systemization, degree of automation. So um, I've been looking forward to getting you uh, sat here talking for a, a little time now. So thanks so much, Thank Cara, you, for making the time. Thank you. Really appreciate that. And uh, that's been another two property buddies talking about uh, systems and automation and stuff. Well, I hope you enjoyed the conversations over, over the last couple of weeks that I had with Cara Cunniff. And uh, thank you, Cara, for sharing your wisdom with us. And, uh, and in fact, one or two giveaways just on that topic. He, there's two giveaways that uh, Cara actually has and shared with me. One is a, a tenant maintenance form and, and a simple process of dealing with tenant maintenance queries, which she shared with us. It's like uh, a PDF with screenshots and instructions in. So if you'd like a copy of that, uh, just drop, drop me a line. The second is uh, she promised uh, four steps of how to design uh, a system if you like, uh, the steps that she kind of referred to in the video. And there's a cheat sheet that she's got available there too. So again, just drop us a line, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. Uh, refer to the car at giveaways and we'll make sure you get hold of those. Um, absolutely no problem whatsoever. As I mentioned, um, these, the 21-day Holistic Wellbeing Challenge will start on the 10th of January. If you'd like to take part, drop me a line sooner rather than later, ideally, because plan to go a little bit quiet over the Christmas period itself. But uh, you're more than welcome to join in with that. Just to give you an insight, I myself, I'm just getting back into my uh, weekday routine. So I'll be you know, joining in with that. Um, there's a few other people around me who are looking to do something similar, but not identical. So you'd be more than welcome to join in. There's no charge. It's just, just something to help kickstart uh, a new habit maybe in the new year. Not until the 10th of January. So if you can hold off until then, that'll be fine. Quick reminder, the Apprentice Programme, just connect with me if, you, if you're interested in any way and we can have a conversation about that. Uh, no pressure, obviously, in anything that I do. Um, and I'll be back on Wednesday, the 22nd of January. So 
I think I've covered all that I wanted to. Uh, there might be a sneaky bonus episode that I slip in before the end of the year. I'm not sure if I will, but just flag that in case uh, in case you're missing me. And maybe look out for something in the next four or five weeks while, while I'm away. But uh, hopefully come back, uh, revitalize, re-energize and uh, recharge, as I mentioned earlier. But in the meantime, I guess all that's left for me to say is have a fantastic holiday period. Have a wonderful new year. Don't forget to review this year. Don't forget to set the goals for next year. Um, I'm all about that, you know, to, uh, in fact, I've got a, I've got a, the journal from Darren Hardy, which says how to live your best year ever. And basically he says that review your last year, set the goals for the year ahead, and then measure everything you do on a regular basis. So there you go. You don't need any, any sort of support programs whatsoever. Just follow those three steps. And I'm sure you have your best year ever next year, but there's always a little bit more to it than that, as we all know, but, um, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to the property voice podcast again, over the course of this year, we're approaching 300,000 downloads. Who knows? And maybe it'll breach that number by the time I come back. Um, I'm looking forward to coming back and sharing more with you over the next year. But thanks for listening over the course of this year and indeed the previous, I think, four now, more or less, um, uh, pre- years as well of the podcast prior to that. And all the best to you. Oh, I forgot to mention the show notes are going to be at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. If you want to talk about anything from today's show, just email me, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and I'll be more than happy to hear from you. But I guess all that's left to say now is thanks very much for listening again this week. And until next time on the Property Voice Podcast, it's Chacha. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice Podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.